This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. We're having some tough conversations. I have this impulse to be available to you all the time. And cloudy thoughts. I can't think clearly when I'm around you. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch this weekend, Friday, May 13th through Sunday, May 15th. We're counting down the weekend's top five must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. You may have seen him in the teaser for Netflix's upcoming Iron Chef series, Iron Chef Quest for an Iron Legend, but what you may not have realized, primarily because he's not talked about it until now, is that co-host Alton Brown has left Food Network after two decades there to be part of this new show. For EW's summer preview, Brown explained to me why it wasn't actually that hard of a decision, saying, quote, I don't really think of myself as having left a place as much as I simply crossed the street to join one of my first loves. I had 20 pretty spectacular years at Food Network. I built a brand there. I became part of Iron Chef America there. But to be honest, if Netflix had taken a shot at Iron Chef without me, that would have broken my heart. So I had to follow that franchise, which has been such a big part of my life and a really big part of my career. The new Iron Chefs will be announced in the coming weeks, and the new series debuts June 15th. You can check out my full interview with Brown at EW.com. It is official. The Supernatural family will carry on. The CW has ordered Supernatural prequel The Winchesters to series. Narrated by Jensen Ackles, Dean Winchester, The Winchesters follows John and Mary Winchester before they became parents to Sam and Dean. The one-hour drama is described as, quote, the epic untold story of how John met Mary and how they put it all on the line to not only save their love, but the entire world. In other prequel news, the network announced it has also picked up Walker Independence to series. This one, executive produced by Walker star Jared Padalecki, stars Matt Barr as Hoyt Rollins. Set in the 1800s, it follows Abby Walker, an affluent Bostonian whose husband is murdered before her eyes while journeying west. And last but not least, the network picked up Gotham Knights, a new DC series based on the comics of the same name. Gotham Knights will pick up in the aftermath of Bruce Wayne's murder as his rebellious adopted son forges an unlikely alliance with the children of Batman's enemies when they are all framed for killing the caped crusader. Among its producing team is EW alum Natalie Abrams, who we could not be more proud of and happy for. Congrats, Natalie. And those three show announcements came as the network and a couple others canceled lots of shows ahead of next week's Upfronts, where networks reveal their new shows to advertisers. At The CW, they axed Naomi, Legacies, 4400, Roswell, New Mexico, In the Dark, Charmed, and Dynasty. NBC canceled Keenan, Mr. Mayor, and The Endgame, and CBS delivered bad news to Be Positive and United States of Al. Jennifer Grey wants Dirty Dancing's baby to go from carrying a watermelon to getting a little, well, watermelon sugar. The actress appeared on Thursday's Drew Barrymore show, where the host got lots of deets about the sequel, including who Grey would like to star in the movie with her. Have a listen. Is it true that there is going to be a Dirty Dancing sequel? Yes. Ah! 
We all need this and in the world. Is it true there will be dancing? Yes. Yes! Will there be By music? The Sex. Oh, here's a question. Who do you think would be the should guy? be the next inappropriate match for baby? Oh, God. Um, huh. How about Shmary Smiles? Who? Somebody who rhymes with Shmary Smiles. Shmary Smiles. Harry Styles! Yes! Thank you. Yes! You're right. Harry Styles, the dot done. You know, it's not the craziest idea. The 28-year-old singer-songwriter continues to build his acting resume, having most recently turned up in his girlfriend Olivia Wilde's forthcoming thriller, Don't Worry Darling. And Styles does like to bust a move on stage. So to that idea of being in the Dirty Dancing sequel, we say, let baby have her boy toy. And Norm MacDonald found a way to keep audiences laughing even after he's gone. Netflix announced that the iconic comedian and Saturday Night Live veteran, who died in September at 61, left behind a never-before-seen stand-up special. MacDonald, who privately battled cancer for nine years, had prepared an hour's worth of new stand-up material in the summer of 2020, when comedy venues were shut down due to the pandemic. So MacDonald recorded the special himself at home in a single take and gave it a name, Norm MacDonald, Nothing Special, which the streamer will release May 30th. For more on all of those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. All right, grab your headset and Britney CD and put on your juicy sweatsuit and MAC lip gloss because we're headed back to 2002 for our number five pick this weekend, the premiere of Senior Year. The new Netflix comedy movie stars Rebel Wilson as Stephanie, who's just woken up from an astronomically long 20-year coma. When she was last conscious, it was 2002. She was a senior in high school, the popular and beautiful captain of her cheerleading squad, and in the running for prom queen. Now it's 2022, and even though she's almost 40, Stephanie makes it her mission to finish her senior year right and win prom queen. Here's a preview. Okay, here we go. When I was in high school, I had the perfect life. I was already cheer captain. I had the hot boyfriend, and all that was left was prom queen. Oh my God. I think there's been a mistake and I've been put in the wrong room. Dr. Johnson to the third floor, the cheerleader just woke up. Don't mean to be a bitch, but cheer captain. Cheer captain. Hello? Didn't have the heart to change it. Madonna's now called Lady Gaga. No. Everybody else has got to go on and live their lives. And what, I'm supposed to just jump forward? I mean, I just found out there is eight more Fast and Furious movies. I want to go back to school, finish my senior year. They can't let an almost 40-year-old do high school. High school was just like yesterday for me. It will not be weird at all. So will Stephanie take the crown and make her senior year dreams a reality? You can find out now. Senior year has started on Netflix. We are traveling time and space all for our next pick, the series premiere of The Time Traveler's Wife. 
The story is one we've seen before on the big screen starring Rachel McAdams and Eric Bana. And this HBO Max drama series is also based on the novel of the same name. Now, Theo James takes the role of Henry, a man with a mysterious genetic disposition to uncontrollably time travel into the past and occasionally into the future. And Rose Leslie is Claire, his wife, who Henry meets for the first time when he travels to her childhood home when she's still young. Over the years, they fall in love and have to deal with the hardships that come with a husband who may or may not be there on Christmas morning. Here's a preview. Time travel. It's not a superpower. It's a disability. It's what's wrong with me. I can help you. Henry. Sorry, I, I don't know. Claire. So we've met them. Yes. We just happened to each other in the wrong order. Any hobbies? I'm your future wife. Well, E.W. spoke with writer and executive producer Stephen Moffat about why he decided to take on this project and why he's so fascinated with author Audrey Niffenegger's idea of taking a happy marriage and making it tick. I thought Audrey's brilliance was in taking the details of a happy, successful, absolutely monogamous, uh, absolutely mutually nourishing relationship and make it interesting by just having time travel, putting it in the wrong order. So I'm dicing it up with that, uh, with that extraordinary device, enabling her to talk about something that is normally undramatic. It's two people who meet, fall in uncomplicated love, and remain so. You know, and it, it's extraordinary how seldom anyone likes him at that. Almost never. Well, Henry's going to have to steal, lie, and cheat his way through life as he travels back and forth into each moment in time. And if the idea wasn't enough to make you watch, maybe this will entice you. You'll be seeing a lot of Theo James Derriere in the series as Henry ends up naked every time he time travels. Huh, don't we all? Well, be sure to watch the premiere of The Time Traveler's Wife. No ifs or ands, but plenty of buts about it when it debuts Sunday at 9 p.m. on HBO. It's trivia time! In 2009's The Time Traveler's Wife, Rachel McAdams plays the wife of weary time traveler Henry, but she actually plays the love interest of another time traveler in which movie? Is it About Time, Doctor Strange, or Midnight in Paris? Stick around for the answer. For our number three pick this weekend, we are heading down to the seashore where something sinister slithers its way to the surface. Try saying that five times fast. It is the series premiere of The Essex Serpent. Based on the novel of the same name by Sarah Perry, the new Apple TV Plus period drama takes place in the Victorian era and centers on the fiery Cora Seaborn, played by Claire Danes. Now, Cora journeys to Essex, having recently become a widow, and is fascinated by a mythical sea creature that supposedly lurks in the waters of the town. She bonds with the town's pastor, Will, played by Tom Hiddleston, but the town is skeptical of her findings. Here's a preview. The serpent has come. 
She was taken for her sins. No, it was an accident. God will look after her now. A sea creature's been spotted. Is there something out there? That's what I'm here to find out. I've done some research. Into a mythical beast? Not mythical, real. The serpent is an invention. A symptom of the times we live in. So you're against progress? I'd rather believe in a creature people have actually seen than an invisible god. Is that blasphemy? We won't get my husband to judge you, no matter how hard you try. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's a little on edge at the moment. Lock your doors, say your prayers! You're trying to understand, trying to find the truth. We must all follow our passions. I couldn't agree more. I'm scared. It's in us. We brought it here. Brought what here? We need to forget about Essex. I want you to come back. Sounds like you're in love with her. Everyone else is. I scared them. You didn't start all this. We can't control our inner thoughts, but they can influence us. It was woman that was tempted by the serpent. It was woman that ate the fruit. Yeah, yeah. evil. Yeah. You let them accuse me. You said nothing. I'm their pastor. So you can't be my friend and a man of God. I can't think clearly when I'm around you. I won't be blamed for your weakness. Love is not a weakness. I think the Essex serpent has sunk its claws into you. Every one of us lives with doubt and fear. And now is the time for us to come together. Don't be scared. It's when we're most lost. That the source of light is closest. Well, we sat down with Danes and Hiddleston to talk all things Serpent. And when we asked if Hiddleston's character bears any similarities to another priest, Fleabag's hot priest, Danes remembered a hilarious anecdote from set. Have a listen. What was that, that passerby in Essex when he's, what was it? When, oh, the lusty vicar. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> what did yeah. he say? He said, and he, he said, he, he said, <laughs> there was a, yeah, there was a passerby who'd come to see some ancient, he'd come to visit an ancient site uh, in Essex. And he, he came by where we were filming and said, I'm not here to disturb, but I, I, I think I know what you're doing. And uh, I know the story, all these, you must be the lusty vicar. <laughs> uh, there's always a lusty vicar. I can tell by your hair. <laughs> so, uh, it was, that was a the very- The performance followed. <laughs> <laughs> the hair led uh, the yeah, way. It was very funny. Um, but um, yes. No, so you were, well, you know. Um, Far be it from me to um, anticipate any audience uh, engagement, but you know what I'm saying. Total lusty um, vicar. You know what? That passerby was right. It is all about the hair. You can catch the series premiere of The Essex Serpent streaming now on Apple TV+. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. We have lots more for you still, including our top two picks and soundbite of the week. What to watch? We'll be right back. Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, 
their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce season five of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. OWN has a pair of new shows debuting Saturday, Love and Marriage DC, starring, among others, Real Housewives of Potomac alum Monique Samuels, as well as The Nightcap with Carlos King. He is also an executive producer of Love and Marriage. Busy folks, for sure. But when they aren't making TV, what are they taking in, you might wonder? Well, we had to know. So we asked them, what you watching? I'm watching this brand new scripted series called The Staircase that is on HBO Max. It is based on a real life story of murder and scandal and secrets in regards to an affluent family in a suburb. And when I say to you, it's super juicy, it's super compelling, it's edge on your seat fun. And I really am excited to continue watching this, but I caught the first two episodes and it's so good. And I am watching Raisin Dion with my children. It's a Netflix show that we truly enjoy. We're on the second season and my children love it so much because it is a child who looks just like them, who is a superhero and has amazing superpowers and his favorite power that I love that he has is his power to heal. So Raising Dion is an amazing show. We cuddle up on the couch and we binge and we just have such a good time um, watching it. The first season was truly amazing. Now we're on season two and it just gets better and better and better. Uh, Lots of fans out there of The Staircase. You can watch that on HBO Max. Four episodes have dropped so far and Netflix recently canceled Raising Dion, but there are two seasons of that show available to watch on the streamer. Ahead of next Wednesday's season finale, we're looking back on this week's episode of The Wonder Years, where Dean invites Keisha's boyfriend and his friends to a party at his house without his parents' permission, uh-oh, in the hopes of impressing the bunch. But when beer is found, Dean gets busted. And that serves up our soundbite of the week. Save it. They already ratted you out. We are so disappointed in you. You let strangers into our house, underage strangers with beer. This is so unlike you. You and your sister ruined a perfectly good evening. Your mother's work dinner went great. Then we have to come home to this. I swear it wasn't my fault. I I didn't even want those kids in there. So they just magically appeared. Oh, did you forget how to talk? Both those excuses were way higher on my list than I'm comfortable admitting. So I decided to come clean. I I just wanted them to think I was cool. Were they blind? One thing you need to know about our number two pick, Bling is King. It's the opulent and over-the-top season premiere of Bling Empire. The Netflix reality show is back, along with its uber-wealthy cast of Asian Los Angeles socialites. After Kevin and Kim's romance was teased last season, we'll get to see more of their relationship blossom this time around. 
Christine Chu, who's retiring her ballroom heels for Balenciaga after her stint on season 30 of Dancing with the Stars, is at odds with Anna Shea. Plus, E's rich kids of Beverly Hills star Dorothy Wang and influencer and philanthropist Mimi Morris join the cast to stir up some drama. Here's a preview. It's spectacular. This one, it just takes it to a whole new level. I am single, finally. I'm going to just tell Kim how I feel. The problem with getting involved with Kevin is I'm going to have to get over the fact that he dated all these girls. Basically, Kevin's a man whore. Knock, knock. I'm Dorothy Wang. Dorothy's father is also a billionaire. People like Dorothy, all they do is gossip and create drama. Kane has been trying to get lunch since 2011, and I'd rather fast for 87 days straight. For the past year and a half, I've been trying to plan a wedding. Anything bigger? How come he doesn't want to get married? He wants the timing to be correct. Jesse has another family. What? How do you know this? Oh my gosh. Money so unimpresses me. It impresses you. It impresses me. It actually a doesn't lot. impress it, me. It is so obvious what everybody else sees. Oh, I'm so sorry I come off that way. I swear only with this girl. We don't have to be friends. You go your way, I go my way. Thank you so, so peace. Much. Thank you. I hate it when people lie to me. Hey! No, I had to tell her. You had to tell her. I hate when you do it. Oh my god. I am in complete shock. What the? Oh, it's Kathy Hilton. You want to say hi? Yeah, you know, just casual calls with the Hiltons, lavish parties in the Palisades, all a day in the life of the rich and famous. You can check it all out. The new season of Bling Empire is streaming now on Netflix. Friends, pals, buddies, amigos and amigas, no matter how you say it, we have arrived at our number one pick, the series premiere of Conversations with Friends. The new Hulu drama series is adapted from Sally Rooney's best-selling novel of the same name and follows ex-lovers Francis and Bobby, played by Alison Oliver and Sasha Lane. Now, they're performing a spoken word poetry show together in Dublin when they meet married couple, writer Melissa and actor Nick, played by Jemima Kirk and Joe Alwyn. As the four spark a friendship and spend copious amounts of time together, the relationships all begin to cross over, with Bobby and Melissa testing the limits of open flirtation and Francis and Nick starting a passionate secret love affair. Here's a preview. Would it depress you to sleep with someone who loves someone else? Not if they love me too. Thought that maybe I wasn't capable of love. That there was something wrong with me. That isn't true. I'm not afraid of anything at all. I know they're married, but I thought he was funny. Do you have a crush on her? Obviously, I have a crush on her. I have this impulse to be available to you all the time. to hurt your marriage. My marriage has survived several affairs already. I've just never been party to them. I kissed Melissa. We've been flirting when it just happened. Who knows what happens between two people when they're alone? The 
I've never had sex with a mom before. My entire romantic history is just Bobby. You're thinking things and not saying them. It's suspicious. What we're doing is insanely risky. Is there something you want out of this? Nick likes to tell people what they want to hear. Now I know what it feels like. Francis. I'm in love with you and you obviously don't feel the same. Lately I feel like I'm watching you disappear. I think I thought about the reality or consequences. Well, E.W. sat down with Alwyn to discuss the new show and his role as the quiet, introspective Nick. The British actor and Taylor Swift's muse, we'll say, said that his character, who has very little dialogue, was appealing and challenging to play. Particularly at the beginning, he's very aloof mm-hmm. and hard to read and hard to crack. And I thought that was interesting for a few reasons because we don't know until later i think when you meet him he's kind of at a place of recovery and mm-hmm. he's been through a bit of a storm but we don't know that when we meet him until a while later and so it was interesting what can seem quite distant or what can seem withholding i think is really he's just kind of he's just kind of holding on he's quite fragile and for bobby that's just him being boring that's just a boring quiet guy and for francis whilst there are many words there like it's both frustrating because mm-hmm. she doesn't know what this guy feels or thinks or wants really but it's also fascinating because she can sense something else going on and they're both quite similar characters in some ways or have a similar energy in some ways they're very different as well of course but they're both used to being next to quite able outspoken people and so it's interesting when they are left alone together so to speak and uh and they kind of provide a space for the other one to kind of grow into and heal in a way and sort of for him come back to life a bit kind of find a bit of happiness. This new series has sparked some, well, conversation and comparisons to Sally Rooney's other best-selling novel turned TV show, Normal People. But Alwyn assures fans that Conversations is not trying to be Normal People Part 2, and it is indeed its own story with new characters and perspectives. You can draw up your own conclusions. The series premiere of Conversations with Friends starts streaming Sunday on Hulu. And finally today, the answer to our trivia question. Besides the time traveler's wife, Rachel McAdams plays the love interest of another time traveler in which movie? About time, Doctor Strange, or Midnight in Paris? Well, my apologies, because folks, this one was actually a bit of a trick question. The answer is all of them. McAdams plays the significant other of a time traveler in four different movies, although none of her characters actually travel through time themselves, except for, spoiler alert, in the newest Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Talk about time consuming. That is our show for this weekend. We will have more news and must-see picks for you next week, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm Senior Editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great weekend. What to Watch is written by Callie Shep, produced by Ashley Boucher, edited and produced by Joshua Heller, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Chanel Johnson.